The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Of course, you know why I'm playing this song. For, you've heard this song before. I've heard this song, but I know I don't know why. Hmm. I don't always know why you're playing those songs. That you no? Do. No. Carrie, how long have we been working together? <laughs> well, here, Almost 25 maybe years? Maybe the chorus will give you a little clue. Here we go. Carrie, do you need a cup of coffee this morning? Yeah, probably. Amy, that's the name of the song. Oh, oh, I didn't know the name of the song. That's why. Yeah. So, and uh, so, which Amy? And, and I'll give you who. It's not Amy Johnson Ford. I'm I was going to say about. Amy Barrett. Um, Honorable Judge Barrett. So which did I, you- I did get to watch highlight. She is. I. You know, I don't care what side you are on. You can't argue. She is impressive well, here's and some, smart. Here's some highlights. This is Patrick Lee. Hey, Carrie, can you follow what he's saying? How many Republicans had voted? Was that the question? See, you know, he's 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 on video, like right? The Zoom thing, right? And you, you got the head and shoulders. You can't really see what he's doing. Did you get? Did you like? I don't really know what he was asking okay. clearly. Well, I don't think she did either. Second time the question's asked. I, I don't. I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing, Senator Lee. Is there a way? As, as the rest of the country was, too, at this point. Right. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Uh, I'm sorry I have to sit through this. On our end, Senator Lee, that's okay. You can repeat the question. And... Well, uh, how's it coming to it now? Did he really throw out the question? Can you hear me now? I mean, maybe we use him as a Verizon commercial, isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> uh, as you know, I, I've stayed away simply because I, I don't think it is safe for you or anybody else. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, if it, you... I don't know if it's safe if we don't get term limits in this country for some of the congressmen. I think that should be a priority. Patrick Leahy, <laughs> he's eighty years old, Carrie. Okay. He sounds. Oh, he sounds older than he, that. He first won the Vermont Senate seat uh, the the year after this song. You know, this is pure Pure League song. They released this as a single in 1975. His, I, I think you're overdue. His first Senate seat appointment was 1974. Okay, so I'm just sorry. Term limits are a must. All right. Um, I mean, Amy was still in diapers. But what was the point of that question? We're not done yet. Here it is. It's the third time we've heard the question, Carrie. Now you need to understand what it is, right? I do not know. It's at least nine. I'm like, oh. That was his whole point. It took him two minutes to get his point out. Now, I don't know what he's going on talking about. I think there's a question in here. By the way, you found financial food for thought. Got Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell. I know you look at judicial candidate 
Now, how many people are bailing now if they are watching this? Well, I would be. See, see, now his phone's pinging, right? You know, so he's he, he's on Zoom, <laughs> can right? You, can you mute your phone, I mean, Senator? You think, you know, so now his phone's pinging, you know, and and, and he's going to get distracted. I didn't see that highlight. All I right. saw other. All right, here we go. So now he's like looking down on his phone. Uh huh. Here. Okay, see, now he's reading his phone message. Now, here it is, his concern. Yes? Yes? Yeah, your concern. Yes? Yes? Come on, PJ. There you go. You should have played, I did see the clip where I love him, the senator out of Louisiana, after Kamala Harris had grilled her, like, do... Does smoking cause cancer? And he followed up with, do you like puppies? Do you like children? And she is so calm and thoughtful about her answers. And she knows, I mean, the things that she can remember and cases. And I mean, I I didn't know. I figured if, you know, she was appointed, obviously she's has an impressive record. And I'm sure she's an intelligent. But I, I was impressed by her the things that I did watch in the highlights. Yeah. So so yeah, and I thought the it was a done deal right from the start. They mm-hmm. had the votes. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You're you know again, we're taping the show on Friday, so you know, we'll see, but I think she's going to be confirmed. All right, get us going. Here. All right. Good morning everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on 14:20 a.m. We're a financial educational talk program. Here to give you helpful information about all the issues that can impact your financial life and how you can take control. And there are certainly things you can't control in this world today, even more so in 2020. But there are a lot you can do. And in every economic situation, there are opportunities and opportunities for estates of many different sizes. And we're sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is a fee-based fiduciary planning firm where traditional financial planners numbers crunchers. What we do is analyze financial choices and do financial models and projections so that people are better equipped to make decisions and understand how decisions today affect long-term outcomes and how are they going to run out of money? Are they going to be okay? And addressing worries and concerns that people have and coming up with solutions. And because we're a fee-based fiduciary, we don't believe there's one size fits all solution or there's one Um, solution or product that's going to be miracle. It's going to be usually a combination of a lot of different strategies and concepts to get the best result. And it's custom based on your situation and what you're trying to accomplish, your goals and your tax picture and everything else. We've been around, the estate planning team has been around Cleveland now more than 35 years. Um, In the greater Cleveland area, we're accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau and Super Service Award winners on multiple years on Angie's List. If you'd like to take advantage of, we do offer a free consultation, which we're doing by phone or in person. Um, We do have early morning and evening availability for busy working people to see if you can benefit from the type of planning we offer. Home offices in Middleburg Heights, we do have locations around the area. I know a lot of people are doing the free consultations by phone, or you can come out to our home office. We're happy to meet with you in person. Um, whether you're working or already in retirement, if you're someone who has IRAs and company plans and over 59 and a half and retired, there's a good chance that in 2020 you have opportunities, especially if you're already taking minimum required distributions and have not yet this year. There could be this window uh, uh, between now and the end of the year, which probably now, as far as to implement any strategy, now in mid December to get things done that could minimize your future tax liability. And these Trump tax cuts are not permanent. Certainly, we don't know what's going to happen with the election, but we do know the tax um, rates and the tax consequences or we know how to tax plan for 2020. Um, So if you want to do something about that um, or any other issue, we may be able to help you. Call the estate planning team, leave a message. We'll get back to you on Monday or visit the website. You can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit the website at 
financialfoodforthought.com. And I'm Carrie Waddell, and I have Mark Donnelly. Yeah, so you heard Patrick Leahy try to explain his concern, Carrie. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but what are you concerned about, right? You know, are you concerned about the election? You know, we, we've, we've uh, as you said, we've been helping Cleveland families build you know, financial plans for over 35 years. We've gone through a lot of elections. We've gone through a lot of, you know, presidential candidates' campaign promises. We've had, you know, a lot of people who thought if their candidate doesn't win, the sky's going to fall. And it never works that way. You know, I don't think there, I really don't put that much of an emphasis on economic uh, stability or instability based on the president. The Mm -hmm. power rests in Congress. Now, it's true the president has a veto pen, which is very, you know, strong. But the power to change, and, and I'm, I'm, and, and again, whether it's health care, which again, if they do, someone's going to have to pay for it. So it's all back to taxes, Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, uh, it, you know, t- tax rates, you know, it, it, you know, whether, you know, which, you know, which direction is this country going to be going in? You know, a socialistic left, you know, tax agenda where tax the rich to give to the poor or more of a uh, conservative Republican uh, agenda going forward saying, you know, stop the spending and and cut taxes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And let capitalism work and Um, and get rid of the I was going to say an acronym, but get rid of the. frivolous spending that they're doing like or the meaningless spending that really doesn't help yeah. american people but i don't don't we all know that whether republicans or democrats they both like to spend oh, our absolutely. money absolutely because it's not their yeah. money and it's an expensive country to run right mm-hmm. um so you know so yeah but it doesn't necessarily mean that whoever wins the white house things are going to change overnight it's it, you know and and so let's give Biden the White House, Carrie. Um, no, and, Mark. And, and then let's say that the <laughs> Democrats hold on to the House. I, I think some it, people are going to change the channel if you keep saying. That. So then you've got the Senate. It, every doesn't everybody know now? Watch the seats in the Senate. That is where the, it, it's going to fall out. Um, so it, you know we'll see. Um, so what? Are, but if you're really concerned. About the election, um, you know, it, this is something that's really beyond your control. You know, we always say it's a good, another good example, Carrie. We always say on this show, if you're building a financial plan, whether you want to call it a retirement plan, a pre-retirement plan, we used to call it a state plan, doesn't matter. You change the name. It's just the idea that you want to know that if you can, if you can retire right now, you're not going to run out of money, right? And you want to be able to maintain a certain level of lifestyle that you always envisioned you know, that your retirement golden years would be all about. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, you know, let's put a price tag on that and, and let's run a model that says now we always say, yeah, you can always, you know, build a worst case scenario. You know, right. That's where the different modeling scenarios come into play. But the also we, we say we don't you know, you don't you can't get too hung up on things that are totally beyond your control. You've got one vote, make it count, but you can't control who wins the election. Well, no, you, yeah. All right. Um, You can't control tax law changes. You can't control what's going on with COVID. You can't, the Rona's winning. You can't control the stock market. But you can control wearing a mask. You can control not putting all your money in stocks and you can vote. So, you know, but, you know, if when you're building the models, all right, you want to, you know, you got to look and say, okay, well, you know, here's my best case scenario or most likely case scenario. But here's also maybe a plan R, you know, this year we're calling it the Rona plan, but the plan R meaning some alternative plan, recovery plan, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, something that says what happens if we don't have you know, President Trump's V-shaped recovery and we or, you know, or if we do wind up with a uh, double dip recession Mm -hmm. or a U-shaped recovery. Now, Joe Biden's, you know, he's in the camp of the K-shaped recovery. He threw that out. You know, did you, you know, did you miss the debate the other night, Carrie? Yes, I did. Well, I mean, the fact that they didn't debate. Right. I didn't. I mean, I don't know. I always thought you were, you were alluded to the town halls. No, I'm saying instead of the the, the dueling town halls, which is kind of weird, did I, I, you know, it's interesting because I, everyone's waiting as far as when the taping of this show, I don't know what, whose ratings won better. 
I was more listening and watching uh, Biden's because I know what Trump's going to say. Don't we all know what Trump's going to say? Right. He hasn't said anything different in four years, right? Right. So we all know what he's going to say. I want to know what Biden was going to say. To right. me, it's more interesting because I never know what Biden's going to say. Right. Or understand what he's trying to say. Um, but what, what about some other uh, other data that can give us an idea um, other than, you know, POTUS uh, candidates campaign promises. Where, about... where are we that on the stimulus check, stimulus package, Mark? Oh, Carrie, I only have an hour. <laughs> I know. Um, I've got so much to talk about today. I'm going to get to the ABCs of Medicare. Um, but let me just quickly, um, we got to play the earnings game today, Carrie. Uh, so we're looking for other data that may give us a hint on how the economy is really doing. All right. What are we in? Are we in Trump's V-shaped recovery or are we in, you know, Biden's K-shaped recovery? Or do you think we're, this is all going to, you know, work, you know, with no stimulus? You know, care. here's my point. There's going to be no stimulus and no vaccine before the election. OK, are we all agreed I, on that? I, I, I agree with you. OK, so, you know, there you go. Um, you know, don't cash those uh, second round of stimulus checks yet. All right. Um, so retail sales, a big win this week, right? Retail sales. Oh, up. for Prime, wasn't it? I don't Amazon? know. I, Carrie, I didn't do it. Look that, Carrie. I, I see if you can find something on Prime Prime Day results. I I, I don't. I haven't looked. Um, but you know, but no, the, the 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 September retail numbers came out, and they were good. They were a one point nine percent increase. This shocked really? the economists. I was going to say you know, that surprises me too. Faster pace than what August did, because what the economists were all telling us was that oh, you know, remember when the, when when the August retail sales report was good? They're saying, well, don't get too excited because the stimulus checks ran, you know, uh, the stimulus package ran out in July, and August was just you know following, you know, it was just a spending after that but september is going to be a lot worse because we don't have another stimulus so stimulus comes in better than september comes in better than august hmm. so now what are the comms are saying well they're scratching their heads and saying well wait another 30 days because we don't think you know uh you know uh october is going to be better than september because we hmm. don't have any stimulus well i did look up mark amazon said that um small to medium size the third-party businesses made more than 3.5 billion during those two prime days which is up 60 percent from last year there you go so i mean it was clearly successful yeah and they're also saying so that that alone will help october well, numbers I was say, uh, but, but you've got the, and they also said back to school help september I, whatever okay are we back to school carrie I yeah, I depend on your school district for this week. Um, yeah. All right. Um, so you know we can. Um, so uh, it, again, you know, jobless claims. Uh, they're still. They came in a little bit worse. Again, still. You know what? The ten, twelve. I don't know how many people are out of work. You know. Um, you know that's the K shape recovery, right? You know, a lot of people are doing well, like Jeff Bezos, and a lot of people are out of work. Um, and and that's. I, I'm kind of in Biden's camp on that. I think we are undertaking a K shape recovery. Um, all right. Um, so I also, uh, before we get to the earnings game, um, we also got some social security news, Carrie, mm -hmm. right? So, um, so speaking of the economy and speaking of, um, spending and speaking of maintaining your lifestyle, um, social security announced this week what the COLA increase is for social security. All right. And so, Carrie, for this year, for, well, for 2021, they're announcing it now. For the increase for 2020 is an astounding 1.3 percent. Ooh! Um, wow! You know, a little bit down from last year is 1.6. Right. Okay. But um, you know what? Considering how things have stalled as far as with COVID, um, and we've been using for our projections for our client 1.2 to be conservative, right? Um, in those assumptions. Yeah, well, I'll, uh -huh. get, I'll get to that. Carrie. Okay. All right. Um, so did you have another point? I mean, no, I was just saying it's still higher than what we use for the projections yes. the, because that, the yeah. reality is people are worried about it. And right. And we've been using 1.24. So, but let's look at, so we, we do kind of keep an eye on the rolling averages of this, mm -hmm. right? So, um, okay. So if you look at fi the 15 year rolling average of, you know, annualized increases, You'd come out at about, you know, that, that's actually been given to us by the Social Security, right? So the 15-year, you know, rolling average, and they had some negative zero years in there, right. you know, and, and, you know uh, is at 1.86%. That's okay. the 15-year. 
The 10-year rolling average is 1.65%. Okay. If you want to go shorter, more recent, the five-year rolling period is 1.6. Okay. But if you want to go even shorter than that, a three-year, okay, it's 1.9. Okay. So the three years ticking up a little bit higher than the five-year. Right. The five and 10-year is about the same. And but we're you know and but the fifteen year still looks better than either the ten or five year so so but yeah as you said though we don't use you know one point six or one point right. nine we're still using one point two right because in our plans we always like to be conservative yeah. and realistic but it's up to the client really right if honestly you say nope I want to use one and a half percent or one point it's your plan not mine right. I mean, we give you guidance on what variables we're using and why. It's like we're not, you know, we have people that want their plan run at 8%. We can show them that with a kind of disclaimer that are you confident that you're going to get an 8% each and every year through good and bad times? So then, you know, of course, the next question people want to know is, okay, now that I'm getting a 1.3% increase in my Social Security, by the way, can you tell me how much my Medicare B premiums are going up? Because that comes on the same thing, you know, Absolutely. it comes out of my Social Security check, right? And so I'm looking for my net Social Security check that's going to be hitting my, you know, mailbox mm-hmm. uh, next year. Um, of course, no one gets it by mail anymore, Carrie, right? You know, everyone gets mm-hmm. Social Security automatically deposited. So, um, well, we don't have that official number yet. Now, okay. Kippingler, which, you know, pretty good, you know, I, I trust Kippingler. They're pretty good on their projections. They're projecting that the 2021 Medicare B premium will be $148.50 a month. You know, up from this year's number of $144.60 or about a 2.7% increase. So there you go. You're saying, so my Social Security benefit mark is going up 1.3%, but my Medicare B premium is going up 2.7%. So does that mean I'm going to get more or less in my take-home Social Security? Well, you know, that's where you have to work your own numbers. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, if you're still working and not collecting Social Security yet, you may be worried about where is the Social Security earnings cap going to come in for 2021, right? That's the idea that, as you all know, if you listen to this show, um, that a certain amount of your income is subject to the Social Security tax, you know, the payroll tax. Mm-hmm. All right. So for um, 20 this year, for 2020, for example, that cap, you know, once they get to the cap, they don't tax any more right. of your wages in terms of Social Security. So the 2020 cap was 137,700. Okay. Okay, so Social Security did announce what the cap is for 2021. I was going to say over 140? Uh, very good, Carrie, 142.8. Okay. So 142,800, about a 3.7% increase. Cuz if they keep bumping that up enough, that'll make Social Security solvent if they increase that. Yeah, and obviously they're bumping it up higher than any other inflation factor. Right. Um, well, they need to. It's, yeah, it's calculated differently, Carrie. It's calculated about how much the government's kicking in and right. versus what they think the actual cost is and how much the taxpayers have right. to kick in. If you want, you know, a six-year rolling average on that um, increase per year is about three point one eight. So twenty twenty one is coming in at three point seven, a little bit higher than the six-year rolling average. That trend is not good. Obviously, that trend—that's right. the trend you're talking about. Now, what does that mean to you in dollars? If it may mean nothing. Well, it's three hundred. <laughs> it's three hundred sixteen dollars. Right. If you're a capping out. Right. So if you're if you're going to be over the one forty two eight, you know, government's going to take three hundred sixteen dollars more from your Social Security check uh, next year. Um, so we'll keep uh, we'll keep abreast of that. All right. Um, okay. So let's play the earnings game. Okay. okay. Um, so do you want to explain to people what the earnings game is, Carrie? Or you want me to tell you it's, a, you know, where businesses came and are they ahead of projections? Did they stay the same or they miss? Right. Did they beat, earnings? meet or miss? Right. Okay. So, um, and so this is a game where pennies matter, Carrie, right? right? Just ask JC Penny. Right. You know, why to file bankruptcy in May, right? So, um, so here's what everybody, you know, Wall Street is waiting on, you know, bated breath to know what the companies you know, the third quarter earnings, they do it every quarter and they say, okay, you know, it's, a good, it's another good barometer of how the country is going mm-hmm. economically, right? Um, so, you know, big the big bad banks always go first, Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're the first ones to report every quarter. 
So, you know, if you look at the top six, uh, you know, uh, banks, the largest banks in the U.S., you got J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, and Morgan Stanley. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the top six, right? So, okay. so, so here we go. So J.P. Morgan Chase, right, mm-hmm. Carrie? Um, you know, so the question is, did they uh, beat, meet, or miss their? And we all, we'll start with earnings per share. I'm going to say they met. They actually beat. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, but you're close, Carrie, because um, their actual EPS came in at $2.92 per share, beating Wall Street estimates of $2.23. So they handsomely beat. Okay. Okay. We won't give that a meet. We'll give that a beat, Carrie. Okay. If it's one or two pennies, we'll meet. But if they they go that, okay. All right. How about revenues? Beat. Beat there. There you go. Now, revenues came in at, uh, let's call it $30 billion. Okay. Okay. Um, beating estimates of about $28.5 billion. Okay. So, uh, you know, they're about a $1.5 billion more than what they asked. Okay. So what did, you know, what did our uh, CEO friend Jamie Dimon have to say? Um, he basically noted that the total size of the bank reserves for loan loss is still around. You know, no, I don't really read about that. Um yeah, in other words, he's still talking about how much loan losses the big banks have to keep because of the, you know, we don't know exactly how right. quickly we're going to get out of this Rona recession. Um, in the earnings release, he cited the need to maintain reserves given significant economic uncertainty and a broad range of potential outcomes tied to the coronavirus pandemic. Okay, next up is Citigroup. I'm going to say they beat. Very good. So EPS came in at a dollar forty, beating street estimates of ninety three cents. Handsomely. Oh, that beat. is. I was going to say, really beat. How about revenues? Beat. Oh no. Well, they we'll we'll give them a met. Um, it, you know, um, not quite a beat. Um, revenues came in at seventeen point three billion. Uh, estimates were seventeen point two billion. Okay, so we'll give that. Um. Michael Corbett, CEO, uh, what did he say? Um, credit costs have stabilized. Deposits continue to increase. So they're they're pretty bullish. Okay. Um, next, Bank of America. I'm going to say they met. Uh, well, I'm going to give you that, Carrie, because okay. um, EPS came in at 51 cents and the consensus was 49 cents. Okay, two so, cents. Now, they're going to say, Carrie, they beat, right? Right. Because that's where pennies matter. Right. Because 51 well, yeah, beats my... 49. Absolutely. Okay. Now, how about revenues? Uh, no. You're right, Carrie. They missed on revenues. Um, revenues were, uh, came in at $20.45 billion, missing estimate of $20.8 billion. <laughs> Jeez, that's um, oh. Shares of the firm dropped 3% when on the trading. Yeah, there you go. Okay, next, uh, so um, let's see. Wells Fargo. How about All Wells right. Fargo? I was going to say they... America's favorite bank, right? Not, yeah, okay, I was well, going to say they missed... You're right, Carrie. They okay. missed. Um, the the ching was for you getting it right. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, EPS uh, came in at forty two cents, missing forty five cents you know, projection. Um, how about revenues? Missed. No, they did oh, beat okay. revenues. Um, they so, had low low projections then. I don't know. Their revenues came in at eighteen point eight six billion, beating estimates of seventeen point nine seven billion. Um, okay, what did uh, CEO Charles Scharf say? Our third quarter results reflect the impact of aggressive monetary and fiscal stimulus on the U.S. economy. Strong mortgage banking fees, higher equity markets, and declining sequential charge-offs positively impacted our results, while historically low interest rates reduced our net interest income and our expenses continue to remain elevated. Okay, um, so now we get to the bottom. So, Carrie, that, those are the top four, right? Now we've got a we, we got a quite an interesting battle on number five and number six. The battle will be number five. Okay. Okay. So it's between currently Goldman Sachs mm-hmm. is is is, um, is 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 five and Morgan Stanley is six. Okay. But Morgan Stanley really wants that number five spot. Right. Okay. So let's start with uh, Goldman Sachs. Did they meet, beat, or miss? Miss. Carrie, they crushed it. Oh, did they? Goldman Sachs EPS came in at nine dollars and sixty-eight cents. The street was looking for five dollars and fifty-seven. They almost doubled their dang. Okay, and how about on revenues? Exceeded. Yeah, obviously. Okay, the revenues came in at ten point seven eight billion, beating projections of nine point seven eight billion. There, I think Goldman Sachs wants to move up to number four. Yeah, Wells Fargo better watch out. 
Okay, um, you know, um, you know, what did David Solomon, CEO of Goldman Sachs, say? Our ability to serve clients who are navigating a very uncertain environment drove strong performance across the franchise, building off a strong first half of the year. Um, see, Goldman Sachs, they're into the equities, they're into the stocks, carry, and they're doing very, very well to maintain their uh, fifth spot. Now, so let's finish off with Morgan Stanley, who's trying desperately. Okay. Get, now, why do I say that? You know, because Morgan Stanley, by the way, has been the most aggressive acquirer this year. Um, they they have over twenty billion in takeovers this year. Or, you know, more, most recently, like last week, they they just bought Eaton Vance. You know, for seven billion dollars. Right. But the bigger one was they announced in February, right before the, the virus shutdown. Right? They, they they bought you know E Trade. You've heard of them, Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for thirteen billion. <laughs> Okay. Um, now, and E Trade's been doing well in the shutdown, so that that proved out. But so, so did they beat meet or miss? Mm, they mm, beat. Yes. Okay. So uh, EPS came in at a dollar sixty six, beating a street estimates of a dollar twenty eight. Not quite crushing it like Goldman Sachs, though, right, Carrie? But a solid beat. How about on revenues? Beat. Beat okay, so that you know the revenues came in eleven point seven billion, beating estimates of ten point seven eight billion. So as it stands right now, though you would you know on a revenue, so their revenues came in eleven point seven billion for the quarter. Goldman's came in at ten point seven eight. So uh, you know you know Morgan Stanley beat for the quarter. Goldman, mm-hmm. but if you're if you're a shareholder, you like to see that earnings per share, right? All right, so uh, Carrie, it's only to yeah. So let me, let All right, well, regardless of that, um, if you have concerns about different issues, your financial life, the uh, minimal cost of living increase in Social Security, um, cash flow concerns, retirement um, dates. Um, IRA distribution planning, Roth conversions, which is that opportunity this year and looking at things um, and what are steps you can take either while you're working or then into retirement that can create that future tax efficient income because you want to use the opportunities in this complicated tax code and how can you make choices that get you the most net benefit and minimize what the government gets either during your lifetime or to your heirs. We can help and we've been doing it more than 35 years. We offer the free no obligation, no pressure consultation, and have affordable hourly and retainer rates for people who need a little bit or a lot of help. And if you're interested or want more information or want to sign up for our newsletter or listen to our podcast or get other helpful information, you can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financial foodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. All right. And listen to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 35 years. And over those 35 years, Carrie, um, we've certainly had to explain and, you know, to a lot of new clients coming in how they should budget for health care and retirement. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, as I mentioned last week, we're going to start on the radio show program. And remember, Carrie, you just said you can always get the podcast. So all these radio shows are taped. So if you can't, you know, conveniently listen on Saturday mornings at nine o'clock when the show airs, you can always go to our website, who has a direct link, or you go to the radio station's website and you, you know, click on local podcast and then find our time slot and, and you can catch the show. So we're starting a series on the ABCs of Medicare. Because, you know, the Medicare open enrollment began, you know, this week on October 15th and runs through December 7th. Um, But also, Carrie, you know, over the years, we've always had a lot of questions um, for people who who aren't on Medicare yet about the ABC, you know, what I'm calling the ABCs, meaning Medicare A, Medicare B, Medicare C, we can throw in Medicare D, right? Right. And we'll kind of go through those, what those, you know, are and what they cost. Um, you know, because remember, remember it was, uh, you, you know, the baby boomers had no idea. Remember, Karen, when we first started working with the baby boomers, mm-hmm. we, when they would come in and they were still working and, and maybe years away from 65, that, you know, when Medicare, you can elect Medicare, 
we, when they when we would when they would fill out our expense questionnaire and we we had the section about you know how much do you want you know or planning on budgeting for health insurance and retirement they would leave it blank. Mm-hmm. And we're, and so when, when we would when we were sit down in the face to face meetings we'd say well you know Mr. Ms. Smith you know let's talk about this because you didn't put anything down. Mm-hmm. Remember what they used to say, Carrie? They used to say, "Well, I, I'm just going on Medicare at 65. It's free, isn't it?" Right. Not exactly free. Part of it is if right. you uh, qualify. And and now, you know, now that we've had a decade or more of the baby boomers turning 65, I think the word's getting out. It's not exactly free. Okay. Um and now all of a sudden with that word getting out, um uh, we're getting some studies on some questionnaires, right? So right now, Carrie, 45% of American ages 50 to 64 say they have little or no confidence that they will be able to afford health coverage once they retire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 19% of adults in that age group say they have decided to stay in their current jobs rather than change jobs or retire just to keep their job-related coverage. Mm-hmm. How many times have we heard the baby boomers, you know, complain about that, Carrie, right? I got to work forever because I can't afford the health care insurance. A lot. Okay. Uh, 10%, Carrie, 10% said they have seriously thought about going without health insurance in retirement. Mm, That's a dangerous. I mean, if you know what medical bills are without that insurance coverage. mm. Okay. Um, But the, the thing is, Carrie, this concern doesn't go away even when they get on Medicare, okay? Because other studies show us that 60% of those 65 and older who are enrolled in Medicare Medicare still worry their ability to afford it. Right. Okay. Um, Because it doesn't pay for 100%. You know, 50% in that age group, this is 65 and older, on Medicare, uh, fear that a major personal health crisis could lead to serious debt or even bankruptcy. Absolutely. Okay, 24% of older Americans say, yeah, they would have to go into debt, meaning using a credit card if they had a large Well, think expense. about prescriptions alone. I know there's generic, there's advertisements, but if you're on a medication that isn't a pers- uh, generic, it can uh, be a hefty price tag. We've known clients that say, I'm not going to go on it because I can't afford it, even though that's the drug that might help. Right. Speaking of prescription drug costs, so let's see if I can find this, Carrie. Um, here's a study. Okay, showed that uh, retail prices for 460 prescription drugs would increase by an average of 5.2 percent in 2020. No surprise. Okay. Um, and, you know, and and so even though we're saying that um, the Medicare B. Right. Is it going up quite five percent this mm-hmm. year? Are your drug prices going up? Quite, mm-hmm. um, Could be um, or no. more than that. All right. So, so every time you know, not every every, but I mean, around this time of the year, it always comes up. You know, because you're going to be hearing all the commercials. I'm sure you've already heard them started, and all the the flyers you'll be getting if you're in that age group that is going on Medicare or the, or the bogus phone calls that I get all the time. Right. And, you know, so there's a, you know, a lot of it's in and, and because we're getting that Medicare open enrollment period is now uh, running. Um, all right. So let's so we'll stay on this topic um, for the next few shows. Um, you know, today we're going to go over the ABCs and D. We're going to throw mm-hmm. that in there. Um, and then we'll go and well and on future shows, we'll be talking about how we build an adequate health care mm-hmm. budget. For retirement, okay, um, and also because this is an election year, the most important election ever, they tell me, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, we'll maybe be reviewing what each presidential candidate's health care plans are, okay, um, and we'll also, you know, be looking at, you know, uh, un- not weird on, un- in other words, cases where a lot of times, you know, we have a client as a question as well, Mark, do I have to go on Medicare if? I'm still working, or do I have to get Medicare A and not Medicare B? You know, and those types of right. questions. Or can I still fund my health savings account if if my spouse is working, or I'm working but my spouse is on Medicare? You know, in those tricky mm-hmm. situations. Um, now, in terms of um, also, you know, if you're confused mm-hmm. by the Medicare options, believe me, you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, all right. Um, and so, uh, it, you know, we have seen a cottage industry, you know, bloom up, right, Gary, mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. You know, there are now plenty of professionals out there who actually will help you navigate the Medicare election options if you're not comfortable doing it on your own. And they will really work with you and and find out your circumstances. You know, again, this is one of those things where you just don't ask your neighbor what, you know, Medicare plan they went with. You know, sometimes you have to kind of, you know, do it for yourself. All right. um, So let's start, of course, with Medicare A. All right. So this Mm -hmm. is the basic health hospital insurance. Right. And as everybody knows, Medicare begins at age 65. Right. Okay. Um, now, I'm not going to speak for every single, you know, person in the U.S. We're just talking generally here. Right. Because there you, are some. Because a lot of times, sometimes we get a question mark. Does everybody get, is everybody eligible for Medicare? Most. Well, let's just say 90.9%. Right. You know, okay. Um, now. Um, so, you know, so right now there is no cost for Medicare A. That's what you're paying the payroll taxes. That's the right. hospitalization. Right. Only. Um, that is not doctor's visits. That is not lab tests. Right. So, so yeah. So we'll go. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah. So let's see. So let's see what does, you know, Medicare A. Um, uh, yeah. So A. So generally part A covers the inpatient care in hospitals. Um, could be skilled nursing facility if you're rehabilitative. Up to, um, up to so many, 100 days, yeah. I believe. Um, you know, some of those things. Um, you know, and let's see, most people, um, you know, talk about that. Um, there are deductibles. Okay, so the deductible is 1408 in this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no patient charge for the first 60 days in hospital. Okay. Okay. Um, then you get into that. So that one, you know, that's the major hospitalization. That's free. You so, don't pay a premium right. for that. Now we get to Medicare Part B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this is, this like you were saying, covers things like doctor visits, outpatient care, emergency room, you know, medical supplies, preventive medicine, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. That's what we already mentioned that, um, you know, the cost of Medicare B for 2020 is $144.60. Right. But it's progressively weighted. So right. the higher income you have, you may be paying more in Medicare B premiums. We'll we'll talk about that in a future okay. show. All right. Because um, that's where a lot of planning comes in. It gets trapped. Um, you know, um, and and we're saying that we, you know, that that's been going up at a healthier, you know, rate of inflation than what your Social Security benefits are going up. Okay. Um then you could say, well, what is Medicare part of? Well, basically, Medicare carries an 80-20 plan, right? Right. It covers 80% of the charges of all. So you're going to have a copay. You're going to have, and when you go get labs, they're going to cover 80% of the cost. If you have x-rays, all these other you know, ancillary medical supplies, it's only 80%. Depending on how much you is, that means you have out-of-pocket 20% that people don't realize. Or yeah. you can have that. 20%, like and, a supplemental coverage. Right, because if you have a major medical right. emergency in, in retirement that's a 20% out of pocket, that could seriously dent your retirement plan. Or if you have chronic health issues that you often see the doctor and have tests, 20% eats up quick. So to cover that other 20%, a lot of people get what we call a Medicare supplemental mm-hmm. or sometimes referred to as a Medigap. Right. Okay, policy. And, you know, that's that's private insurance company, you know, where you're going to a private insurance company and saying, hey, I want you, you know, to pay for that. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, the, you know, the, the plans are somewhat um, standardized. You right. know, there's plans, you know, a, you know, there's like six or seven. I don't know exactly. There's, there's like plans A, B, C, D, F, G, right. K, L. I mean, you know, they're, you know, and, and. But they're combinations it, of what yeah. they cover. But they're standard. In other words, so if you, in other words, if you say you, you, you can shop different carriers. Right. right. But if you go to carrier A and say, I want plan G. And you go to carrier B and I say, I also want plan G. It has the same it has coverage the same of thing. They're consistent. So you can compare apples and apples. Right. In the pricing. 
All right. And the most popular one was Plant F at one time. Okay. You know, because that had the most, that, you know, was the lowest deductibles and it covered, you know, most of it covered, you know, the coinsurance, part A coinsurance and hospital costs. It covered part B copays and coinsurance. Um, so it was the most comprehensive. Right. And, and it was also typically maybe the most expensive. Right. Okay. But if you use it. Right. But that one has been kind of eliminated. Now, mm-hmm. if you had that already, you could still stay on it. But new people, it's kind of been replaced with Plan G. Because even if it was pricey, it was probably underpriced. Well, the only for... thing was, they, <laughs> I don't know what happened last year. The, the law changed. And Plans F used to say that it would cover your Part B deductible, carry. Um, but the government threw that out and said, no, we're not going to let the Medigap policies cover Part B deductible anymore. Why? Don't ask me. But Part G, that was the only difference between Part F and G. The plans F and G was, a, mm-hmm. you know, plan G in the, from the beginning didn't pay for Part B deductible. So that's, you know, it's not a big, big difference. All right. Um, now, where do you get these? Well, you go shop for them, right? Um, you know, it, 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 you may use the same insurer that you used when you were working. And, and see if they offer. If you're in, you know, STRS, they have them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, something like that. Or if you're in the government, you, you may be getting TRICARE, you know, or something, a military right. or something like that. Um, or you're going to ARP or some other place, you know, right. and, and, and you're getting it. And that's what these cottage industries do. You know, mm-hmm. these ones that can help you, they'll they'll do the shopping for you. And Based on your medical, they'll even shop the prescription coverage based on your prescriptions. Yeah. And- okay. Um, but it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, now you can saying, well, you know, how expensive is it, Mark? Well, it depends. It get, you get what you buy, you know, right. you, but you, 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 you know, you get what you pay for. Okay. So the national average for most popular coverage um, in 2020 was about $326 a month. Okay. That's a lot for some people, you know. Now, if yeah, now if you say, well, that's weight, that's per person, by the way, right? Kurt. We not that we've ever had that confusion with clients um, before. That's right? what I'm saying. That's a lot. So six, you know. What was your one story about that, Carrie? Wasn't there so? Oh, that- we have a, a year. It was probably ten years ago now that he never paid a dime for his medical out of pocket. The employee covered it all for him and his wife, and he was getting ready to retire. And we said, we'll ask what the cost. Um is because he was allowed to stay on the company because he had been there so long, what would be the monthly? And he gave me a number that was a few hundred dollars. Maybe it was three, four hundred bucks. He goes, well, that's annual. I said, I don't think so. For both <laughs> I hate you to and break wife. the bread news to and you. And he goes, what do you mean? There's no way that's monthly. I was like, oh, I'm sure there's supply. There's no way. Right. And it was. He called back and he was shocked because he had great benefits, been with a you know grandfathered in and got some of the benefits of being a long-term employee that new people didn't but it was closer to four thousand a year not 400 a month that's and and i can't tell over the decades yeah when when sometimes i forget when i quote medicare b like you know the 14460 i I realize a few minutes later that the clients didn't understand that was for each of them Mm -hmm. i said no that's for each of you right they're like really no it's not exactly free all right. Um, now, um, all right. So now you can get a high deductible and pay a lot less, you know, and, and that would reduce the premium. Um, so some people go that route. Right. But what more people are doing is they're going to more of what Medicare Part C or more commonly known as Medicare Advantage mm-hmm. plans. All right. Um, now, the Medicare Advantage plan. That's a little different. That takes you out of traditional Medicare. Mm-hmm. Now, you still get Medicare A and Medicare B. Right. You still have to pay for Medicare B. Right. But it, it, it like, takes you out of the, you know, government, and, and it's more like a private. Right. Okay. Um, and Which we have a lot of people use that. Right. Well, and, you know, it, it's that idea that because it's a very low premium. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a matter of fact, sometimes there's no premium. Right. Depending on your issues. You know, and, and, you know, and it's, and what happens is the government is subsidizing these private, right. you know, medical insurance companies, and then they're competing against one another and, you know, to get people in how they make their money. I don't know, Carrie, right. I don't really understand how right. everyone makes money in the medical world, but people do. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Even though it's their medical, it's still a business. Um, and so it's, you know, and so, yeah. And so we have seen, Carrie, would you agree that since the baby boomers come on the, have come on the scene, let's say 2011, have, we, have you kind of noticed that more coming into us are on Medicare Advantage right. than 10, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are the stats on that? Um, well, um, if you look at uh, nationally, they said that about 36% um, choose Medicare Advantage. Okay. Um, by the way, they're saying that's up from 24% in 2010. Right. That's the baby boomer wave. Right. Okay. Um, now, um, how about Ohio? Ohio, they said it's about 40%. So a little bit higher okay. than the national average. You know, so national average is about 36. Ohio saying it's about 40. Carrie, what would you say uh, for our clients? Now, we're not a huge shop. But I would say 35%. See, I would say 50. Okay. I, I, since since 2010, I would say okay. that um, I, I literally, I, I think about half the people I ask say, I'm Mark, I'm fine, you know, Medicare Advantage. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I I think we're, you know, and I think that reflects the great health care companies we have in this town. Right. We re- Yeah, we do. OK. Um, you know, and so, you know, um, and and so typically, you know, you've got the um, you, you've you, you, so now if you if you get a, a medic a Medicare Advantage plan, OK, that then kind of covers um, you know, you don't buy a Medigap policy, right? You don't get both. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, that's some of the things. Um, I want to see, Carrie. I mean, we got a couple minutes left. Why don't you give the, the numbers out, Carrie, and I'll see. All right. Uh, if you want help building this and want, you know, we can navigate people through what questions to ask your HR or how to research. And you talked about the HSA earlier. Um, we look at things. We don't have all the answers, but we know what questions to ask and who you can find out from, or we can help you do that. Um, the estate planning team been around more than 35 years, and we offer a free consultation, which you should take advantage of if you want to be as proactive as you can and get the best result when it comes to your financial life. You can call the estate planning team for a free no-obligation consultation. Remember, by phone or in person, we have affordable hourly and retainer rates. If you decide to use our services, call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So we'll stay on this, the ABCs of Medicare, Carrie. And, and, you know, again, so we always recommend that our clients get some type of Medicare supplemental or Medicare Advantage Part C. Because, again, just to recap, what does Medicare not cover, Carrie? It's not going to cover your prescription drug costs, right? It's not going to cover long-term care. We still have to talk about that. It's not going to cover your deductibles and co-pays. It's not going to cover most of your your dental care. It's not going to cover routine vision care. It won't cover your hearing aids, okay? It won't cover medical costs overseas, so mm-hmm. these are all things that we'll talk about, you know, and, and in a year of the, you know, where the Rona is winning, these are important things and you need to build in an adequate health care plan if you want to have, you know, peace of mind in retirement. You know, I'll, I'll give the depression kids mantra, carry, you know, save your money. It's going to be a cold winter. All right. Call 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Go Browns. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening.